Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, it's Taz and the Moose with you here on this Monday morning as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button. Get Mortgage. You've got Mike and Pete across the way. Andrew, your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time we go. We had some breaking news that uh, kicked off our program this morning. And with that, here you go, the three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. Washington Redskins fire coach Jay Gruden. Yes, he was fired uh, this morning, a couple minutes before 6 a.m. Eastern time, the news came down, Taz, that he was out, maybe about 10 minutes before, 5.50 a.m. Right. I believe Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, uh, broke the story, 35-49-1 in six seasons, one playoff appearance in 2015 uh, for one Jay Gruden. He is out. He joked around yesterday uh, that, uh, well, if the... But the keys still work. I'll show up to work tomorrow. Uh, you know, he knew the clock was ticking. He had that video get leaked out that was a year plus old on Friday. It looked like they were trying. Someone was trying to disparage him on the way out. It's been yeah. an absolute disaster. You don't see eye to eye, you know, with him and the organization. Uh, you know, they probably they did right by the franchise and they did right by Gruden as well. You couldn't keep him along here, despite you know, with the team being zero and five to begin the year. They're a brutal watch. Uh, they're going nowhere. Gruden was not the answer, so it's better to cut it off at the knees now, Taz, than have him basically twisting in the wind with one year left on his deal. Yeah, no, I agree. What did we say? We, he's got like a year left on his deal, year right? year left on his contract. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was talking earlier. I was like saying, well, you know, I mean, where does he end up? I mean, where does he end up? I, 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 mean, I would think that, you know, he's an offensive specialist, but a coordinator a lot of his career, an offensive coordinator. Yeah, obviously, his brother, you know, his brother's the head coach of the Oakland Raiders and he's got big power there. I mean, I don't think they're going to fire the current Raider offensive coordinator, but I could see him landing there, if not someplace else. Who knows? I mean, he's coached for a long time, and I, I know they, they stink, Moose, and it's your team, but players seem like they like him. Players seem to really like him. Uh, for the yeah, most part. I, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't... Guy, who was? I heard a guy crying on the air about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think it's... Um, who was that? I don't think it's a case of uh, likability, Taz. I, I, I do think it's about whether or not... Um, whether or not he can, uh, whether or not he's a good coach, I don't know if Jake Roden is is necessarily a great coach, and I think he got progressively worse uh, as it went along here. Um, and Bill Callahan's now going to take over over as an interim head coach. Uh, Kevin O'Connell, who they think very very highly of, uh, was a quarterback at San Diego State. I think O'Connell was actually drafted by the New England Patriots coming out of college. Uh, he's been on that skin staff. Uh, he's going to take over as offensive coordinator for the Washington Redskins and be the play caller here moving forward. Uh, we'll see if that brings about any kind of a change either. Bruce Allen will have a 1 o'clock presser this afternoon. He has not addressed the media test since 2015. So it's <laughs> I didn't been a, know that. Yeah, oh so it's God. been a while since That's you've heard funny. from Bruce Allen. 
now from all those around the Redskins or cover the Redskins on on Twitter speculating saying is he is he just going to make a statement or is he exact is he going to take some questions that that update be... us where he's been right well, <laughs> well everyone well knows. I've been gone for a few years uh, here I am uh, uh, it's well think about that running a franchise you haven't addressed the the you haven't addressed the media and, and the fan base in quite some time it's Taz it's terrible as as a buddy of mine who's in the ticket business told me. There was a time when they were at RFK when the Red, you couldn't get a ticket for a Redskin game if you're it, you know it was impossible to find a ticket. Right, right. Now you go to them. Basically, they're selling them at ten cents on the dollar. Nobody wants to go to the Redskin games. You saw it yesterday, Taz. Uh, you know we had John from Orange call up a huge Patriot fan. He was down there, and not even just that, but I mean those that were at the game, it was like 80 percent Patriot fans to the point where Bill Belichick is thanking the fans after the game for their support. Yeah, and they're on the road. And for those that are just joining us, like was just ref John from Jersey. John was saying that they were for for Josh Gordon making catches, and 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 in DC they're playing Flash Gordon sound I, effects or music, whatever. How is that possible? I, I don't know. He's, he's, you know him better than me. He's telling the truth. No, right? but I, yeah, he's, he's telling. Sketchy, I don't right? think he would. No, he would not say. But how is that? How is that humanly possible? I don't know that, how that happened. That you would. There's no other stadium that that would be happen. Imagine they start. I, I never heard of nothing like that. What did Belichick's son start running the PA system? <laughs> well, if McDermott, my head coach for the Bills, be yelling at him. I, Get your ass off the field! Yeah, know. You know about that last yeah, week, I right? I know awesome. about that. Yeah, so, Get off the field. <laughs> uh, where do the Redskins go from here? Who the hell knows? Uh, they're a dysfunctional franchise. Uh, Are you they- happy as a Redskins, Redskins fan? You got to be happy. Uh, Taz, you know what? I'll be. I'll answer it this way. I said it earlier. You know what? I'll be happy if they got rid of Bruce Allen. I don't think he's. And I don't think, he's, I don't think that's for gonna, three years. He's the president of the freaking team. Well, he's been there for. He's been he's there. He's been there long enough. He's been the president. Yeah, but he's I been the president years, for right, three. Right, right, right. right. But and they they seem to like to force good football people out of the building. Right. I, I think they need new leadership from the top. And and some would make the argument, Taz, it's never going to change as long as Daniel Snyder's owning the team, and he's never given up the team. You know, he's the ultimate fanboy. You know, he's a billionaire, grew up a huge Redskin fan mm. with their days at RFK. You know, he's not getting forced to sell. He's not going to sell. So is it going to really change all that much? I, I don't probably know if not. it's necessarily going to change. I don't think Gruden was a particularly good head coach, but I, I think he was probably the least of their troubles. I think there are greater issues. But he's out after the wide speculation for the last, you know, week and a half, Taz, of what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Fire, fire his rear end already. Right. And now he gets fired. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it, like you said earlier, we, we very rarely get breaking news because we, we go on the so early at 6 a.m. Eastern, and this happened like right around that time. So it was good for us. It was good. good oh, good, it, good it was great. You know? Yeah, Mike uh, showed me the, the tweet from Rappaport. I was like, stunning. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know. It's nuts. Usually if it's not someone getting fired, I think the last breaking news we had was Olympic coverage. <laughs> So, I, think, right. I think that was probably right. it. That's fine. All right, here we go. Next. Number two. Colts surprising 19-13 win in Kansas City versus the Chiefs. Yeah, how about that? How about the fact that the Indianapolis Colts went in there, ran the ball. That a lot, you know, very, you go back to that playoff game a year ago, and what did everyone say? Luck at quarterback, Mr. 39 touchdowns. They yep. said, look at what Indianapolis is going to do. They're going to line up. They're going to run the ball down the Chiefs' throats, 
and they're going to have a hell of a shot of winning that playoff game. Didn't play out that way, <laughs> no, right? No. The Chiefs won that game. Indianapolis couldn't get their ground game going. They played very, very poorly. <laughs> and the Chiefs went on to the AFC Championship game, which they eventually lose to the Patriots. Then you go to the last night. Coming off a loss at home to the Oakland Raiders, who, by the way, won yesterday in London over the Chicago Bears. The Indianapolis Colts go into Kansas City last night and run the ball right down the Chiefs' throats, dominate time of possession, Brissett plays well, that front four manhandled the Chiefs' offensive line. Mahomes was running for his life the most of the night. He really was. Then he had to deal with the ankle injury that he suffered toward the tail end of the first half, Taz, in half number two, and they go on to the 1913 victory. That's a hell of a victory by the Colts. No doubt, and I'll tell you, most impressive, and I was happy for the guy, uh, the awesome defensive end for the Colts, Justin Houston, former member of yeah. the Chiefs. Man, he set a tone, and he showed <laughs> It was like, all right, yeah, you guys want to say bye-bye to me? Well, watch me go now. Man, he was all over the place. Look, the offensive line led by Quentin Nelson of that Baltimore, Baltimore Colts, of the Indianapolis Colts, unbelievable. They just are tremendous. We knew that if Andrew Luck was healthy and he was still playing or he was there, you know, how strong of a line they built for him. Now Brissett has that line, and good God, Marlon Mack, Mack is taking advantage of that awesome offensive line. Because, dude, you're right. They ran the ball down the Chiefs' throat big time. Oh, they did, and their coverage in the secondary is very, very good. Uh, they do miss Tyreek Hiltaz. They miss that guy that can kind of stretch the field. True. And there were, and there were throws that Mahomes usually puts on guys last night that he makes that he clearly missed. And and that's the other issue you have as well when you look at their play last night is is that concern and that problem. And so right. um, for for Kansas City, listen, they'll be fine. They'll be okay. But it's two bad games in a row, right? I mean, they, they didn't play well last week in Detroit. They found a way to win the game because the Lions got in their own way a lot of the time. Um, and then last night, come back home against Indianapolis. They didn't play a good game either. No. I mean, they, the Chiefs are happy to be 4-1. and one. They could easily be a 3-2 and two football team right now. Oh Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> no, absolutely. I, you know, it's just... You know, it, it, that's the thing we were saying earlier. You never know, right? You just never know with the NFL. <clears throat> the, anything could happen at any time, unless it's the Redskins playing. But <laughs> no, but really, it's not. Or the Dolphins. Not, or the Dolphins. But yes, yeah, yeah, the Redskins are right there. That's fine. You know, they, they stink. I'll break the dosage because my terrible. Bills won again. So yes. we're sitting at 4 and 1. But yeah, you know, here's the thing it, it, you never know what's going to happen. And with the Chiefs, I did not, I, you know, I did not think that they would lose this game to the. Uh, to the, um, the Colts. What was the line in that game? Do you remember? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. Yeah, it was at one point in time 11. this game? I feel like I picked this game. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I know I took the Packers over my uh, Cowboys. I don't know when that was. Trying to, we're looking at the... We did not take the Colts. Uh, Moose, game. Moose didn't take it? I thought one of us did. No? Uh, nope, nobody did. I don't no, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't like... Uh, yeah. I didn't love that game. No, uh, but yeah, so uh, there you have it. Right, uh, right, right. The Chiefs uh, last night lose the Colts, give Brissett. Uh, and the Colts, uh, great credit for executing the game plan. The game plan that Frank Reich put together as well, yeah. being physical up front, and they won the defensive battle and offensive line battle and the battle in the trenches, and they walk out of Arrowhead with a hard-earned 19-13 win. Number three. Braves and Dodgers take a 2-1 to series lead in the NLDS. Yes. I mean, you could have – got a four-pack of games today. 
uh, with the Astros and the Rays getting it going at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, right. if you want to help Tampa Bay baseball out as well, do you have to put the game at 1 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> on a Monday afternoon? I mean, yeah, that's who, a good who, point. I mean, <laughs> 1 o'clock. People are working. <laughs> right. Not, I mean, the Cardinal fan will show up in droves. You could put that game on at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's the Cardinal funny. fan will be there. Oh you God. know, yeah, but the Rays fans like, 1 o'clock on a Monday? <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, so you've got an opportunity, Taz, where some of these series could, all four of them could end today, right? Yeah. The Astros lead the Rays two games to none. Uh, you saw the Dodgers have a 2-1 lead on the Nats with Scherzer on the mound for Washington today. Um, you have the Braves with a 2-1 lead on the St. Louis Cardinals and the Yankees with the ho-hum 2 uh, nothing series lead on the Minnesota Twins with that game back in Minnesota. Well, that's the late start tonight at 8.40 tonight, Eastern time. Yeah, your Yankees, <clears throat> excuse me, your Yankees looking great. They're Those looking, games are unwatchable, they, though, Taz. I know. Four and a half, uh, I mean, that first game was four and a half hours, 13 pitchers. I brutal. mean, it, it is, yeah. it, they are, an, that game's an impossible watch. Yeah, no. And I'm is. a Yankees fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but still, you, it's good. I mean, you're going no, in I'm happy that they're winning. No, no, I understand. No, I but, Taz, yeah. you want to sit there for four and a half hours no, watch a baseball game? No, 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 no. Uh, like you said, it's just bad for the and, – and, again, putting the camera at 1 o'clock on a Monday, you know, you make a great point. I mean, that's just insanity. That's insanity. I mean, that's just you're, – you're doomed. You're doomed. So, yeah, I mean, look, this is like we said, it's a great time to watch the games. I'm Dodgers all the way, okay? Uh, so, right now, we're in the 2-1 over the Nats. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm fired up. Here's the problem they I'm have. To... Football zone, though. I have to be honest. Just truth be told. No, I got you. I I, well, your it. Mets are out, so yeah, exactly. you know. I know you. Yeah, I get it. Tough to emotionally invest yourself. Be for the Dodgers. Like, oh, all right. yeah. No. <laughs> well, and, the, really, and the Dodgers had the seven-run sixth inning last night, right. where Dave Martinez tried to get a little cute, as he did in Game Two, bringing Max Scherzer in the game. Last night he brings Patrick Corbin on his throw day in the game. And unfortunately, he gets the two outs, and then they basically the, the walls cave in on him. Um, couldn't get that final out. Couldn't get that final strike. The Dodgers end up pushing across seven runs in the beginning. Uh, Turner with a home run. Uh, Kiki Hernandez was a bases-clearing double. Yeah. Uh, you know, they had one big hit after another as they win that game going away 10-4, to Taz. And then earlier in the evening, as that game went final out in St. Louis, how about the Atlanta Braves? First off, give Adam Wainwright a lot of credit. He throws seven and two-thirds innings before he comes out of the game. They hand off it to, to, to their closer, who absolutely <clears throat> implodes as the Braves come back and win that game 3-1 to one to take a 2-1 series lead. And that one, is, as Martinez was terrible uh, in the game, um, and for St. Louis now, they face a scenario here where they're at home. I'd be surprised. They go at 3 p.m. Eastern, I think. 3 right? p.m., yeah, right, yeah. correct. Uh, Taz, I'd be surprised. Let's do it here. Astros, do you think they eliminate the Rays today? I do. I, I do. agree with you. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, Braves and Cardinals. Do you think the Cardinals stave off elimination? Um, this is the one when I'm a little... Uh, yeah, I, uh, I think they do. Okay, you, what about I'm you? with you. You're with me. Okay. I'm with you. I, I think the Cardinals force a game five down in Atlanta. I'm with you. I think Grinky and the Astros. I, I think they've. Uh, I think they sweep away the Rays. Dodgers and Nats tonight, six forty down in Washington. Scherzer, Rich Hill, your starters. This is a, this is a good one. I hope the Dodgers. You know, I hope the Dodgers can lock it in, but I, I don't think it happens. I think the Nats win the game. We're in agreement there. I'm uh, with you as the well. The next one's a layup. I think Scherzer's ask. Yankees twins. Yeah, it's a layup. The Yankees close it. Thanks for coming, twins. We'll see you down the road. Yeah, I agree. It's over. Yeah. I think have a run. I think that's I think that's how it ends. I think yeah. the ALCS when we uh when you hear our voices tomorrow morning, 
I think the American League Championship Series will be set. It will be Astros-Yankees, and I think you'll have two Game 5s in the National League. Right. Well, I hope we have a couple Game 5s. I hope so, too. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So, in closing, we got the Astros at the uh, at Tampa Bay. we got the Braves at St. Louis. we got the Dodgers at Washington. And you got the Yanks in Minnesota. Poor Twins fans. They're going to watch their team just get beat at home and sent away while the Yankees celebrate. They won 101 games. And they just, it's yeah, its different teams. The Yankees have won now 12 straight playoff games against Minnesota. Oh, my God. I think they've won 14. They came in. They've won 13 and 15. They've won 15 of 17 overall against Minnesota. But 12 straight. They just own, and it's different teams, Taz. I know. I mean, I know. it's not like the same guys. It's, it's not like you got Joe Mauer. No, I no. mean, you're right, not, right, you're not right. seeing Joe Justin Mauer. Morneau Joe at first base. Yeah. There's no Tory Hunter. There's no Kirby Puckett. Right. Jock yeah. Jones. <laughs> I remember him. Right. Remember, remember him? Jones? Christian yeah. Guzman. I, I mean, Jones, you know, yeah. the, 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 this is a different Minnesota team. AJ Praninsky. Yes, There's another one. Right. How about Mr. Long Island, Joe Nathan? Joe Nathan, yeah. Closing games out. That's right. I forgot about um, him, too. And all they do is own them. I, I, you know, as a Yankee fan, I'd like to see Minnesota get a game because to win 101 games in the regular season, Taz, and then get swept away. But Yankee fan, you want series, them squash. You're being nice. It's, oh, no, uh, no. Here's the deal. You don't want your team playing another game after this. You want I them rested for those Astros. I, don't you feel for Minnesota a little no, bit? I don't. I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Bills fan. I don't feel for anybody. I'm an Islander fan. I, I don't feel, feel for, for Minnesota a little bit. I, that's tough. I hear you. You win the, you win a, you go one one in sixty one the regular season, then you get thoroughly thrashed and embarrassed. That rotation. But if you're a Yankee fan, you can't have any sympathy for the Twins. You have to beat them today at home in Minnesota. You want your guys to chill. You don't want them playing an extra game. You don't and need get that. yourself set up for the guillotine that is the Astros. That's the Astros. That's yes. right, and that's going to be the ALCS, and that will be spectacular. I agree with you. That I think will it'll be, be a fun spectacular. series. Spectacular, it really will be. It so there you have it. A lot of playoff baseball today. You got the Monday Night Affair later on tonight as well, which is an intriguing one. Uh, the 49ers and the Browns. We'll touch upon that. Some other interesting and some college football notes too. The brilliance of Ohio State. Get to your phone calls too, by the yes, way. Yes. At 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. That is your number to call. Taz of the Moose with you on a Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio, so free live, brought to you by Geico. Great news, quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Let's head down to Houston, Texas. It's Joseph. It's CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Joseph? Hey, man. How you guys doing today? Doing well, Joe. Joe, what's up? Hey, I uh, I got around to adding you guys on Twitter. I haven't figured out how to quite use it yet, but I'm going to work on that when I get some off time. All right. Um, Go hey, to YouTube. They'll give I, you like a tutorial on YouTube. You can learn on there. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I work a lot. Like, right. I don't know if you remember who I am. I listen to you guys every day. So I remember. Uh yeah. All right. So listen, uh, I told you a little bit of prayer would help you last week with Buffalo yes, against uh, your Patriots. I think I came through on that one. Uh, well, we lost the game against the Patriots. Yeah, it was six and a half points. They still won. Oh, true. Like, okay. I'm about covering the <laughs> that's spread. That's a good point. All right. Right. I, I thought you meant the actual game. You're talking about the spread. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. I now I remember you. Is, now I remember it's you. It's New England. It's New England. You know, like they, they probably should have 
you know, they, they held him. Right. They held him down, right. and, and I think that they're still potentially in the run for it if somebody can put something to New England. You know, I know. they'll catch up to him. I know. The other thing is, um, I was born in Detroit, so I've always been a Lions fan. I was raised in Houston, right. Oilers, Texans, right? Oilers, so, old school. I, love it. Earl Campbell, remember old him? Old school, yeah. man. Hey, Boomer, I hated Boomer because he killed me in the playoffs with, with the Boomer. Bengals. I mean, right. the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Weiss, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people hate yeah, Boomer. Came back. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I really think next week with the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers game is a pivotal game just because I think the Lions have what it takes to hold a team defensively right now. I mean, we saw what they did last week to Kansas City, and they kind of opened up a blueprint on Kansas City for Indianapolis to run it up the gut, to run heavy on them. Um, I, I think we got uh, potential for some serious ways in the in the league right now. It's Super interesting season. And, I mean, who would have thought you would see San Fran, Buffalo, some of these teams that were probably not even looked at or passed over right. being contenders for dominance in their division? Uh, yeah, Joe, you're, you're dead on correct. I mean, I, I've been more impressed. Uh, probably the Lions uh, <laughs> yeah. has been the teams that's probably been one of the more impressive teams, even with their just 2-1-1 uh, one one record here, uh, Joe. And uh, and thanks a lot for the call, buddy. Um you know, the Bills, you talked up the Bills, Taz, before the start of the year. You know, not all that surprised that Buffalo's played well, like the defense. You know, maybe the fact that, you know, they only have one loss, maybe. The fact that they came back in the style and fashion, which they did. I thought, you know, coming back from 16 nothing against the Jets. But I thought the Bills would be a representable team, right? right, I, right, right. I, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised necessarily by yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I am. After last year, how many times we talk about Patricia being a disaster? You know, one as a head coach. Uh, You know, to look at this Lions team and the fact that, you know, they really should have beat the Chiefs last week. 34 to 30. I mean, they could easily be 3 0 and 1 now coming off the bye. On the road. Right, correct. And and going on the road next week in Lambeau Field, be 3 0 and 1, taking on a 4 1 Packer team. Yeah, I think Detroit's got a shot. I think with the way that they played this year, how can you not think they don't have a chance in Lambeau Field? And to the point you made, and I agree with everything you just said, and um, you got Matt Patricia, who's a guru defensively, okay? He he is going to – he has two weeks now. He had, I should say, in the middle of the two weeks, to prepare for Aaron Rodgers and company, okay, to go on the road to Lambeau and play them. I I I like his chances there, and I, I'm a I'm a fan of what Green Bay can do, yeah. and they're tough as hell at home. But you know, this, and this Lions uh, Packers battles for years and decades has always been awesome, a great NFC battle. Um, but I'm just saying, you get Patricia two weeks to prepare for a team. Uh, you know, he's gonna he might he might do some things and shock the world and beat that team. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah, oh, I don't think there's any doubt. I think the Lions have a shot to win that game. I agree with you. Uh, would not. Now, the caller also, Joseph, mentioned San Francisco. 49ers are 3-0. and Now, they beat the Buccaneers week one, Bengals week two, and then a Roethlisberger-less Pittsburgh Steeler team week three in which they turned the football over five times. If I were to list teams that have surprised me, I'd probably say San Francisco is probably the le- you know the, the most surprising of the three. Mm. The fact that they are three and zero, the fact that they got here the way that they did. Now I think it'll be interesting tonight with the Browns coming to town. Sure. Was Cleveland last week Taz a case where they found themselves, or was their performance against the Ravens a week ago based on the opponent they went up against? Because this is a much more defensively sound Forty Nine er team. Yeah, I think uh, than than they faced last week. So it'll be interesting to see can that offense for the Browns have the same amount of success 
against the 49ers tonight in the Monday night game as they did last week against the well, Raiders. Well, and that's that's just going to make this game real good, too. And and, and Baker Mayfield, oh, he's got six interceptions, six INTs right now, I believe. And, and you know, he's got to really, you know, you got to be careful with that. It's decent. That's a healthy number. That is. And you got a pretty good Niners defense here with some good players on that defense. So, and, you know, you're in Santa Clara. You're playing them, you know, on the road. I, I think it's going to be a little tough tonight for Baker. I know he loves the bright lights. I know that. Uh, I, I I picture as far as that Brown team, Nick Chubb having a better game than Mayfield. They, I think I think that's what you want to do in a row two against this type of defense. Try to run the ball as much as you can, and let's see what Jimmy G does. Let's see what Jimmy G does, man. I mean, you know, he's he's having an okay year right now, I guess. Right? I, I only saw him play once this year. I didn't get a chance to watch that much. Yeah, he's played okay. I mean, he's play, I mean, he was awful in the preseason, Taz. But I think you hit upon it. I think the Browns got back to being what the Browns were last year. Run the ball, man. Just be run tougher, the ball. You know? Some two tight end sets. Yeah. Throw off the run. Yes, you've got Landry, you've got Beckham, right. and you've got those kind of guys. But you have to stick to what you are personality-wise. Just because you have those guys, that should also make it a little bit easier for you to be able to run it effectively because those guys have got to be paid attention to sure. by opposing defenses. So I think they kind of got back to who they were last week. Now yep. can they impose their will tonight against a 49er defense that I think is significantly better than the one they faced last week in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah it's going to be a fun, be a fun one. Good yeah, Monday night game tonight. Yeah, sure, definitely. I'm watching that. I'm not watching wrestling. So I'm going to watch football tonight, just so you know. Why no wrestling? Because I don't want to watch it. Okay. That's fine. All right. Anything more? Than, or just that's it? Andrew Bogush is here. There you go, Andrew. Good morning. Oh, hey, guys. So this report is... Brought- segue. Yes, yes, very nice. Not awkward at all. Here's your report brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. The morning after loss, number 49, five-plus seasons, Jay Gruden fired in Washington yesterday's 33-7 home loss to the Patriots. The final straw, Bill Callahan is the interim replacement. We'll hear from team president Bruce Allen at 1 Eastern today. It is the Indianapolis Colts that give the Chiefs their first loss of the season, and it came at Arrowhead. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. QB Jacoby Brissett ran for the Colts' only TD. Adam Vinatieri had four field goals. And the defense sacked Patrick Mahomes four times, allowed just 36 rushing yards. You can't ask for a better job, uh, you know, the whole the, the whole group. You know, I know we had a lot of players uh, playing uh, that, that aren't used to playing, and, and everybody just stepped up and played, you know, a hell of a game. From Brissett to Chiefs QB Patrick Mahomes, he finished the night on a sore left ankle after getting stepped on by offensive lineman Cam Irving. Andy Reid thinks his QB will be okay. Steelers QB Mason Rudolph in the league's concussion protocol, but home from the hospital after a scary scene in Pittsburgh yesterday. Safety Earl Thomas got Rudolph on the chin with his helmet as Rudolph threw on the run in the third quarter. He was out cold before he hit the ground, but eventually walked off the field. The Ravens won the game 26-23 in overtime. The Bills got a 14-7 win in Tennessee. They are 3-0 on the road now. Marcus Mariota sacked five times. Cairo Santos missed three kicks, had one blocked. And the that Titans... Kid, hold on a second. That kid could not hit. <laughs> no. I don't know if you guys saw it, but he... I, felt, I actually felt bad for him. Terrible. He could not... That kid is... He can't kick well. I mean... Like, <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm being Captain Obvious, but I'm three just kicks. Telling, Like, that dude, <laughs> man, that poor kid. Yeah, I felt... Day. And his teammates kept trying to pick him up. Even at the end of the game. Yeah. He must be loved in that locker room or something because... A lot of guys would be like, yo, dude, you're not dressed in the locker room. You got to go. Like, he had a 
bad day. Bad day. Bad day. Yeah. And they also shit. had a couple touchdowns called back on penalties. Yeah, two. They did. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Hey, hey take you'll take it. Yes. Yes. Damn right. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, 237 <laughs> scrimmage yards, three touchdowns. His Panthers down the Jaguars, 31-24. The Raiders snuck past the Bears in London, 24-21. And the Packers held off the Cowboys, 34-24 in Dallas. Green Bay led 31-3. The boys' comeback finally ended when Brett Maher missed a 33-yard field goal with 141 ah. left. Seven two-out runs in the sixth inning in Washington. The Dodgers storming to a 10-4 win and a 2-1 lead on the Nationals in their NLDS. It was the ninth inning for the Braves in St. Louis. Pitch on the way. Out towards center field. Will it fall in? It will! Ortega scores! Here comes Dansby. The throw is wild. The Braves have the lead. And standing at second is Duvall. What a come-from-behind effort in the ninth for Atlanta. Jim Powell on Braves Radio. Adam Duvall's tie-breaking two-run single followed Dansby Swanson's tying RBI double. Atlanta a 3-1 win and a 2-1 series lead. Game four for both of those is today. The Astros and Rays in Tampa Bay with Houston looking to sweep leads off the schedule. The Yankees looking to sweep in Minnesota is the final game of the day. First pitch is 740 Central. Away from the postseason, Joe Madden expected to interview with the Angels today, and the NBA issued a statement overnight trying to mend fences in China after Rockets GM Daryl Morey tweeted his support of Hong Kong protesters with his team in China. The Chinese Basketball Association has suspended its relationship with the Rockets. Maury tweeted his apology yesterday. Guys? Yeah, and uh, there are some rumblings down in Houston. Maury might get fired. <laughs> and then some saying that that's completely false. I know. So I don't so, know where, what to believe. But there was they've actually they've had conversations about getting rid of them. And then there's also some controversy, some confusion about the NBA statement that was put out in Chinese, translated to we condemn what he said, he shouldn't have said it, while the straight English one is tiptoes between he's allowed to say what he wants, but please don't hate us, China. Right. And the NBA says the English one is what we should go with, but people were asking then why the Chinese one, why is that different? So good times for the NBA. Yeah, really is. I mean, that's a, that's a very, very tricky spot um, and certainly affects uh, their look at it from a business model perspective. We'll come back. Um, another incredible day for Christian McCaffrey. The Jets' offensive line got destroyed. We've got the undercard for you next. It's Taz and Moose on a busy Monday morning right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. All right, time now to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This question is from Ross down in beautiful Delaware. Did you hear John Gruden after the Raiders win yesterday? I did. For those that didn't, victory over the Bears in in London. Um, Here, take a listen. I don't have a disco in here. I don't have a disco. Well, let's all start dancing. Yeah. <laughs> say this, man. I'm 56 years old. That's the most fun I've ever had tonight, man. <laughs> I am so proud of you. You have no idea. I mean, we've been through a roller coaster already, but what you proved today is one thing. You can beat anybody, anywhere, on any time zone. You got <laughs> uh, we're going to have a great flight home. 
We have some injuries. Uh, I want everybody to have a great bye week. You have a whole week off. Yeah. That's big right there. Oh, there you go. He, he's celebrating, laughing, his brother's crying. He's got fired. Uh, don't wow. forget, you can right. submit a question. I know, you're right about that. Well, maybe, maybe as you pointed out, maybe Jay will Get be brought job. aboard yeah. as some kind of offensive consultant hey, there. Brother. Is he the little brother or older brother? Who's older? Uh, right? No, John's older. All right. Yeah. Big bro, can you help me out? Yes. Uh, Jay used to coach in the Arena League. That's right. I, I actually did know that. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, did he coach, was it the New York franchise? Jay Gruden, I'll, we'll have our was research Was it the one that was at the Coliseum? There was one at the Coliseum. There was a Nassau Coliseum you're talking about, right? We yeah. said the Coliseum. Uh, la, 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 la. We're looking into it. Don't Coliseum. forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed to low prices. Excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices. Orlando. Every single day. Sorry. Orlando. Orlando Predators. Predators. Right. And the Nashville Cats. So two uh, before he made his way to the Nashville he football. He started off with those one in '97 with the Nashville. I remember, I remember this with the Nashville Cats. He was the offensive coordinator, I believe. And then okay. the next next four years in the AFL, the Arena Football League, he was the head coach of the Atlanta Predators. And then he okay. went to the Buccaneers after that. Then he went to the Bucks. Offensive assistant for like years, like six, seven years. Then he went to the what Florida year, Tuskers. Was that uh, was that Dungey or Gruden? Yes. And then okay. in uh, 2009. <laughs> I think it was Dungy. And then in 2009, he went to the Florida Tuskies in the UFL. What is that? Oh, that was that. Um, I don't know what that is. That was that defunct league, I think, where Jim Fossil was a head coach. Oh, I remember Jim Fossil. Remember that? Was he on our show here? Yeah. Yes, we had Jim Fossil on. Right? Get over it. Him. Get over it. Right. Enough for it. Um, <laughs> we had, uh, so I, I think that was the league where it got rested. So Denny Green came back and was oh. a coach. Uh, Jim Fossil was coach. Yes. I believe that was the UFL. Remember that? It was like a six-team league. I do remember that, yep. Um, a semi-pro league. They had uh, uh, four coaches. I think that's, that's the league. I'm not 100%. UFL. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's what go. I said, Pete. UFL. He's like acting like it's breaking news. All I, right. I said that so, earlier, UFL. Pay attention uh, to the show, sir. Hey, Please. give the Raiders credit. Three and two. You want to talk about surprises, Taz? We talked about surprises earlier on, right? And we had... Uh, our buddy down in Texas talking about the very fact of, of where the Lions are at 2-1-1. One, one. Yeah. Uh, I never would have – if you told me the Raiders would be a 3-2 and two team after five weeks going into their bye week, I would have taken any bet uh, against that. I really would be. Um, and give Gruden credit. A lot of people have said the game had passed them by, you know, that you know coming off a lost season, look what they did in the offseason. People were attacking the draft that Mayock had last year, yeah. and he had everything with going on with Antonio Brown. Oh, the drama no. surrounded whether or not he survived that. Alone. Survived that. And everything surrounding the quarterback, too. Yeah. I mean, the fact that Carr's not his guy. Remember, they yep, were yeah. hinted about the fact that they like Kyler Murray. Yeah. You know, Gruden's like, I don't care about size anymore when I look at quarterbacks. Yeah. It, it has nothing to do with it. The league has changed. Uh, and that they win that game in London. I don't care where the game was played. To beat that Bears team and offensively to be as good as they were yesterday against what is arguably the best pound-for-pound defense in the National Football League in England yesterday was a hell of a victory. I give them all the credit in the world. I never thought they'd win that game yesterday. No, that was was super, super impressive for sure. And like you said about that Bears defense, to do it against that and the Khalil Mack deal. I mean, see, so then looking into him, I didn't realize Mack didn't want to play for him apparently, for, for Gruden. That's what the gimmick was. He was he. he I remember we, I think we talked about this way back. Gruden was contacting Khalil Mack when he was with the Raiders still, and he wasn't returning uh, Gruden's calls. That's amazing. That's what was going on. I did a little research on this uh, yesterday. So yeah, interesting, but great victory for sure to play that and do that in London and beat that Bears team. 
Very impressive. Yeah, no, who else was impressive yesterday, Taz? He got a lot of burn in fantasy drafts coming into the league uh, and coming into the year. Uh, people thought he was arguably probably the second best running back uh, fantasy wise in the National Football League. Um, and that is Christian McCaffrey, who oh, man. people looked at McCaffrey coming out of Stanford and said, well, let's see him do it in the National Football League, right? We know he's the son of Ed, who was a longtime wide receiver right. with the Denver Broncos, but let's see him do it in the NFL. And I mean, he put on an absolute show yesterday against the Jacksonville Jaguars down in Carolina. 176 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, including an 84-yard touchdown run. Also had 61 yards receiving. You're talking about a running back yesterday that had over 230 yards of total offense from the line of scrimmage. I mean, he is as good as gold when you look at players, and he is an absolute game-breaker. And, Taz, if they decided to, and they'll never do it because he's too valuable to the offense, but if they ever decided to have him do kick returns, mm. he could actually help him out on special teams. They'll never do it because uh, he's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. I yeah. know it's yeah. too dangerous, yeah. but he was a hell of a returner when he was in college. Absolutely. He's a tough, strong kid, fast, athletic. I remember at Stanford he was an animal. It's funny. I just just realized this. You got Fournette yesterday. You know, obviously, Jacksonville, uh, Leonard Fournette, Jacksonville Jaguars running back, going against McCaffrey for Panthers. Remember, those were the two guys that sat out of their respective bowl games, right? They were. Remember that? Yeah. LSU and Stanford. And and that was like one of the, I don't remember, it was the first time. It, it was like early goings of people doing that, of athletes doing that. That's and right. It was a big talking point. And they, it, and they yeah, got, we had that conversation. And they probably made, I mean, they obviously made the right call because they didn't want to get yeah, hurt. Right? Yeah, both of them. And yeah. Fournette shut it down before that, did he not? Didn't Fournette oh, shut man, it down? I don't in the, I'm trying to remember. Didn't he shut it down? Before, because uh, McCaffrey, I thought, played in the final regular season game, if memory serves me correct, and I then didn't remember. play in the bowl game. I thought Fournette shut it down before the end of the LSU regular season. Yeah. I could be wrong on that. And then he skipped out on the bowl game as well. I might be wrong, but you're yeah. right. I mean, they they did miss and skipped out, and both he got of them a good were game too. By the way, yesterday, Fournette. oh, he did. He, he played well. Fournette. I mean, he did. But in terms of game, he doesn't have the speed, the top end speed that McCaffrey has. No, no, he doesn't. He's much bigger too. Much I mean, bigger he's much guy. physically bigger guy. Yes. He's a, uh, like a Derrick Henry, you know, like a grueling, a brutal, brute type runner. You know, when McCaffrey hits top flight speed, it almost looks like a, a world class sprinter. No, the guy's the guy's going down an unbelievable the field. athlete. Like he's a freak. He yeah, really some, is. All his right. father was a uh, tremendous player. His father was a tough nose receiver, not a big guy. He had some speed. His dad uh, was his dad was significantly bigger though, muscular. Yeah, but he wasn't. Well, he was taller. He was taller. Yeah. yeah. I thought that I could be wrong. I thought Ed McCaffrey was six five. No, I don't think so. Uh, maybe you're right. I, that's news to me. I didn't think he was that I big of a Ed guy. McCaffrey was six five. Oh, everybody's jumping on this right now, trying to get the information. Oh my god! I thought he was. No, nah, I don't think I. Yeah, six five. Yeah, what? 6'5". Are you yeah. kidding me? Ed McCaffrey's a big guy. What the hell is going on? Ed I Mc... didn't know that. Yeah, Ed McCaffrey, I think, was he was uh, originally a giant. Shame on me. He was. He was a giant. Originally drafted by the Giants. I remember that, too. Um, but, yeah, he's a much bigger man because Christian McCaffrey is about 5'11". Yeah. So, uh, but he put on an absolute display yesterday. Yeah. All right, here we go, the undercard. Taz and the Moose present The Undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, Mike. Uh, all right, it's early, but next week you have to pick one. Don't pick a tie. Redskins at Dolphins. Who do you like? Redskins I'm going to take the Dolphins. Dolphins. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um... <laughs> Easy. I'm going to take the Dolphins. Take yeah, you didn't even hesitate. I, I'm like I trying didn't. to think. You're like, no, no, I'll go with the Dolphins all the way. Um, 
I want it. Where's the game? In Miami. In Miami. No, you're taking the Dolphins. Redskins will be partying down there. Yeah, I'm going. I'm yeah, I'm going Dolphins. We'll have a couple land sharks. Josh will be Ro- at the Clevelander. <laughs> yeah, I'm, go- I'm with the I'm going. I'm going with the Dolphins. I mean, so. be, I mean, <laughs> Kenyon Drake run the ball amok. Right, the Redskins. Uh, Josh Rosen. They, Jones. The Redskins can't wait for basically uh, the new year, so the seasons can be over and they can go on vacation. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, and I, I mentioned off the air, speaking of the Redskins, uh, Diana Rossini, I think I'm pronouncing her name. Yes. She does a great job on ESPN, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, she reported that people within the Redskins, after the Gruden firing came down, yes. said that they believe Dwayne Haskins is one to two additional seasons. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine? Oh, Oh, one to two additional years. That poor kid. That poor kid. Oh I mean, that's... All right, next. I want my hair back. <laughs> <laughs> Is Ohio State the best college football team in America? Jeez. I, 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 they might be. Um, I, mean, I, had, I mean, the best... I mean, defense is, defense is second, uh, second or third ranked defense in the entire nation. Uh, we know uh, what they can do offensively. They took it to Michigan State the week previous. Taz, a lot of people were on Nebraska going into uh, you know yeah. going into Lincoln, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. and they absolutely destroyed the Cornhuskers and Scott Frost. It was not even a game. Not even a game. Yeah. I, Taz, they could be. They could be. I mean, I'm not going to read all that much. We, you know, you and I were kind of had level headed. We didn't read all that yeah. much into the Carolina close game. They easily could have beat Clemson. They'll get better as this season goes along. You look at Alabama. They're not getting as much burn this year as years gone by. I think the Buckeyes are right there with both of them. Yeah, they are. I mean, listen, they got, you know, there's not – I can't tell you one quality win. You know, Indiana's not a quality win. Uh, Cincinnati's not a quality win. Nebraska's not even. I mean, Michigan State, ah. Then they, now, now they got a you know a couple more Big Ten games. They got to go to Northwestern. Then they got uh, hosting uh, the Badgers. That that should be a that'll good be game. a good one. And then they got Maryland. So they got you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I love Big Ten football. Don't get me wrong, I do. But I do think the more quality football, like a lot of folks, I think would agree with this, is SEC for sure. I'd agree with that. You know, so uh, to answer your question, there, Mike, in long winded form, for me, I can't speak for Moose. No, they are not the best in the country. All right, right now then, who would you say is better? I knew you were going to do that. No, no, I'm not going to ask you. Um, but if I, okay, neutral site field, no home field advantage. Uh, Ohio State Clemson right now, who are you going to take? Put the point spread aside just to win the game. Ohio State Clemson. Uh, damn. I'd probably take the Buckeyes. I, I might take I might uh, take the Buckeyes You're tapping right out now. on Trevor Lawrence already. I'm not tapping. No, no, no. I think it can go either way. I'm not saying that there's a decided. I'm not, Taz, this is not the Pats and everybody else, right? Right, When you look at it. And and I'm not disrespecting your bills, but it's not that case. I just look at it to where if I were, from what I've seen, and you're right about the Ohio State Buckeyes not playing a lot of great teams, they haven't. They haven't been tested. We'll learn a lot when they take on Wisconsin in a couple weeks. But if, from what I've witnessed this year, I think Ohio State's played better football up until this stage in Clemson. Doesn't mean we go to right. early January well, that right. Clemson's not going to be a better team. I'm saying right well, now in early October. Early October, neutral site. I'm going the opposite. I'm going to go with my friend Davo Sweeney. You're going to go Clemson. I'm going Clemson. I'll tell you, in my opinion, arguably one of the best performances this this weekend was Florida. Beating Auburn yeah. was a U. I know. I think they were home Florida. That was big. And, and the Gators are 6-0 and right now. 
So that was big. I mean, that was big. We had 24-13 victory over a legit that's a good win. defense. That's a big win over that Tigers defense. That's that's phenomenal. That is a good win. But I'll, I'll tell you, Taz, it's refreshing that we can actually have the conversation debate. Yeah, you're right. You know why? You're because right. how many years has it been? Well, since we've been doing this show, last year, I mean, we, we the first show we did, we came off the national championship game. Yeah, that's right. Right? Uh, or, yes, we yep. came off the national championship game. Did we not? We did. Yes. We did. Yes, we, I think did. we did. Yes, we did. And so uh, yeah, that was the big comeback, right? Yeah, that yeah. was. So, and then <clears throat> and then the second last year was almost a fait accompli that was going to be Clemson and Alabama. Yeah. At the end, it ended that's up right. being and Clemson destroyed them. It's refreshing to actually throw another team into the mix and have a kind yeah. of conversation about it's it. It's nice. How about your buddy Harbaugh? Got a victory, big victory over the Hawkeyes there. That's a big win, 10-3. That is a good win. The Wolverines. That is a good win. Maybe they help, Rutgers helped to right the ship. Well, they just lose the Well, the week previous, yeah, 52 I, nothing. Yeah, Taz, good stuff, brother. Thank you, sir. All right, you got it. Mike, Pete, thank you. Uh, Bogus with the updates. Thanks for everybody listening. Tune in. Download that uh, podcast. Radio.com, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, each and every day. Have a wonderful Monday, everybody. Till tomorrow. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.